This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Oh, were you? Yeah, we were in New York watching that. I think we, I think we had our plane there in New York. Yeah, we were, the and end. we flew back just before it came down. And as soon as it, as soon as we got home, yeah, I was watching the storm to die to be able to get over back over there. Yeah, God, it was so man. I just remember, just I remember everything about that day. Like, I'm, and I just remember just watching the news, and that thing wasn't moving. It was just sitting there spinning, like going like point five miles an hour. It was like I almost like feel like I hurt it heard people screaming like in my ears and I was like I couldn't take it you know that's, that's oh they were screaming was, yeah yeah it was it was bad yeah. bad 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 and before we get to that though mm-hmm. um so we're good we're live we're rolling we're good testies testies one two three we don't get started until that gets said there we go there you go nice thank you Carlene you're welcome <laughs> um all right so Welcome, my friends, to the Connected by Water podcast, powered by Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and fueled by our good friends at Papa's PLR Rum, fellow ambassadors at the table, right? Cheers so to that. I Cheers. have I got Justin Evans cup. and Tom Sandstrom. Thank you guys very much. Now, we are revisiting this podcast because we had a tease of a podcast at the Palm Beach Boat Show, right? And mm-hmm. we're like, well, you know what? We need to explore this a little more. Um, so thank you guys for driving your golf cart here because <laughs> you live on the Over other the side of the river yeah. and then um and then doing this i want to bring up something real quick um a new program that we're working on where i have to bring this up and i want to bring this up because we're super super excited about it uh we are collaborating with starbright um among many things right now um our good friends the red wines um cory in particular cory Redwine. Um, and my good friend, Derek Redwine, who said he didn't want to be mentioned, but I'm going to mention him anyway. There right? you go. Because that's, that's how we roll, right? Uh, he's very humble, but he's an awesome, amazing individual, as is Corey. 
Um, she is a fellow um, marine life artist, as is Derek. Um, she is also the conservation efforts director for Starbright. Um, she is an official field tech for the University of Florida because um, they do incredible things with beach cleanup, waterway cleanup, and planting mangroves. Um, they have tons of mangroves that they've been cultivating and growing behind their home for years. Um, and they've been really doing great, great stuff with that. And they're very inspiring to me, um, not only as um, people, but also as friends. Um, and there's, I have, keep looking down on this. I don't usually do this show with notes, but I do have some notes here in front of me that I want to go through because uh, I don't really want to miss anything. So what we're doing is we're doing a program with Starbright. Right? Uh, if, if people don't know about Starbright, these cleaning products that they make um, for the marine community are very environmentally friendly. Um, and, you know, we have a whole bucket full of the, the citrus cleaner degreaser and the boat wash um, and the salt off. And I think they call this like a reggae. Yeah, reggae wash buns because it's you know, <laughs> reggae bun. There you right? go. So, uh, and a whole bunch of goodies in here. And we're starting to do a program with them called hashtag do gooder uh we want to promote the message starbright sea safe message and every week we are going to select the do gooder of the week and give this bucket to them and we'd like you to nominate people um whoever's listening or watching out there um you can tag starbright tag Corey redwine um that is her at c redwine s-e-a redwine uh, and you can Certainly tag Connected by Water. You don't have to tag all three. You can tag any one of those. Um, at Connected by Water, um, at Starbright, at Sea Redwine. And um, if you know of somebody doing good in your community, when we say doing good, um, being a steward for the coastline, for the waterways, clean water, clean water, clean water, conservation, right? Sustainable fisheries. That's what we're all about. So, um, you know, not to be confused. We had this conversation with them earlier today that, you know, we are a big proponent for conservation as is pretty much everyone else in our community. Right. Because right. it's, it's an, a necessity. It's a need. You gotta do we it. all should yeah. do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all should do it. And, and the whole thing is, is I had a really good conversation with them. Like, you know, the term environmentalist has gotten such a bad rap over the years, because when you say that word, you think like this wide eyed, crazy person walking around the street with in like a in DC yeah. with like, a, you know, and they're like this unreasonably crazy. Right. But no, I mean, that's why we lean on the word conservation. Right, because it really speaks more, I think, to the term um, of, of everything that you were trying to um, to achieve and accomplish. And it's not about setting a goal and reaching it. It's about changing your thought process and just the way you respond to don't walk over the trash. If you're on the beach, pick it up and collect it and just do good. Right. Um, so you know, it's just about, you know, changing the way you operate in your head. And it's not like, oh, well, one day we're going to clean it all up and we're done. It's like never going to happen, right? It's just like an ongoing kind of thing. So forever and ever and ever. Yeah, it's like a life change. I mean, it doesn't right. take that long to pick up something. Yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> no, it's you not know, hard. It's not that hard. Just no. the simplest, smallest thing. You know, yeah. If everyone does, it can make the biggest difference, in, you know, in the world, literally. Mm -hmm. um, so again, hashtag do gooder. Um, follow Starbright, follow Connected by Water, follow Sea Red Wine. Um, you know, and please get involved with this program. We're going to be doing it every week. So that's... Um, that's something that we really, really believe in. Uh, we are getting the CCA involved in this too. And, you know, they're 
CCA and Starbright, they do a lot of work together anyway. Um, so they're all connected by water. They're all connected by water. Exactly. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> right. Um, speaking of do-gooders, one thing that we discussed at the Palm Beach Boat Show was the great lengths that you guys took during Hurricane Dorian. Right. And I want to kind of bring it back to that time because it was a really important time and it was a crazy turn of events, if you will, um, around here. Because I think um, the United States <laughs> of Florida did more for the Bahamas than any other place did. Um, and certainly you guys are on the forefront of that. Now, that week and the, the weeks that followed was just absolute insanity with how everyone was getting involved and everyone was doing a lot of good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we discussed what you guys went through during that time. Um, Tom, you didn't get to sit with me last time for the Palm Beach Post Show, and we, we, that's just part of the why, reason why we're getting back together. I wish you had, but you have a lot of stories to tell. So how many flights did you take? I can guess. I would say an average three a day mm-hmm. for probably 12. 20 days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was an average. Some days I did four. Some days I did two. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but most of the time I did three. Wow. Back and forth. Um, yeah. And you're, where, you, where were you landing? You were landing the Marsh? Key. Treasure? No, Treasure yeah. Key every time. Okay. The Marsh Harbor at the very, very beginning was kind of dangerous. Right. You know, I heard rumors and I heard people that were flying and landing there and said that it was a little sketchy, but... You know, it's, you got to be smart. You know, you're over there trying to help the people. Yeah. Just do your deed and leave. Don't try to hang out and go sightseeing at the beginning, you know, unless you had contacts and new people that were there. Yeah. Well, you guys had, you guys had a property there, right? And yeah. So, so I mean, I mean, not only did you it's guys like family. have family. Yeah. Not only did you guys have like interest there, it's like, yeah, that's all good. But you guys went above and beyond be like, you kind of threw that to the wayside. So well, that's not really why we're here. Right. Um, yeah, well, they're family. I mean, just like we yeah. have families here, all of our friends and stuff are here. It's the same thing. Just, you know, it's just those people are just as neighborhood as they are neighborhood here. Yeah. You, it, know? you know, a lot of people are going over by boat, which was treacherous. At the beginning, it Once was. Once you got there. It was on, you know, they try to stop that at the beginning. Like, the f- yeah. we're talking the first 10 days, first mm-hmm. seven days. It was There's dangerous. a lot of floating debris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that you didn't want to come by, you know, as you're boating. And uh, they were kind of downfall on it you know and, and they also try to stop in the flights they put up uh the u.s military put up like an orion um radar plane in the air just for you know surveillance of the people going back and forth mm-hmm. and you had to get clearance you know to fly back and forth from the bahamian government and kind of register right. and us for us guys at the beginning we just cowboyed it you know we're like we're not going through the loops of that stuff at the beginning because the goal is to try to help them out and get water and get food and the, ne- the necessities just get them to survive and you know as the days passed on they kind of put more and more force to it and then you got to communicate with that orion aircraft wow i mean how was i mean did you ever have any run-ins with the bahamian government like did they give they give you oh, any yeah. pushback i mean yeah oh, i yeah. heard they weren't being easy <clears throat> I, if i can remember the dates i would say maybe the third day into it mm-hmm. the bahamian government started showing up with uh like troops and i'm say ground troops maybe like 10 mm-hmm. nothing crazy and they were kind of regulating what came in and what got dispersed but to be honest the american people didn't respect them they just did what they did and handed the stuff off and the people took off with it okay and this is speaking in treasure 
Right. You know, different things happen in other ports, and I can only speak of what I heard, and it was awful things, because rightfully so, there was what I heard is government people were actually taking the stuff that Americans were dropping off, repacking the stuff up and shipping it back to Nassau. Like, I'm talking like generators and useful things that they needed. They had no power, no water. They had nothing. Come on. Yeah. It was pretty it's awful. horrible. So, like, the, the Nassau government, when they got involved with the people that were really donating stuff, like our groups and other groups that were doing great things, they wanted the containers loaded and shipped to Nassau first, and then Nassau would be the ones to distribute it. But then there's cowboys, you know, that mm-hmm. would say, no, that ain't how it's working. And, you know, Four Oceans got involved with a group of our friends, and that's one of our things that we helped put together. And we had it delivered directly to the port of um, uh, Marsh Harbor once, mm-hmm. and then we did uh, Cooperstown once, you know, cowboyed it in. Yeah. You know, went around the government. We we're like, we're doing such good deed. I mean, what are they going to do to us? You always kind of had to do it that way because, I mean, when you're talking about a, a bottle of water. You yeah. want that now. Yeah. yeah. You don't want that all it's got to go through. Well, even NASA generators. Bent, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, why would you need to take all of the generators possible and put it in one section at the, in the middle of everything? They ended up getting groups of, of different parts of our friends in Cooperstown or wherever, and they would literally take it to houses, like get a care package together and go to that house directly and give it to them because that's how Mm -hmm. it was getting. Otherwise, it was all getting put in one thing and then they would disperse it. But you saw people with no food, no generators, no water. So then they got groups of Bahamians that would physically go and take it to houses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, deliver it. Deliver it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were part of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like anything else, there's bad Bahamians too that were hoarding. Sure. Just Mm -hmm. like, you know, it happens anywhere. Anywhere. You go to, and like some of these houses you go to, you got 10 generators. We're knocking on the doors. Like, come on, what do you need 10 generators for? Give me, you know, seven of them. Right. Whatever. And and I'm going to give them to the families down the road that need them. You Mm -hmm. know, you know, it's just typical human nature, I think. So you're, we were talking just before we started recording how you guys were up in New York and you came down like the day of, um, just like destruction day right Mm -hmm. i think the day we flew down was probably september 1st the day the hurricane started hitting okay we were flying back so the weather was actually nice on our coast Mm -hmm. you know we flew from new york to back home to fort lauderdale isn't that crazy like like the before and after like a hurricane you get some of the best weather it's clear everything just gets sucked into that system what's that yeah, calm before the storm, exactly. Yeah, because we were like, oh, man, we got to get back, you know, because our boat, you know, our boat was over in the Bahamas, too. Yeah, so. we had a brand new contender. It was a week old. Really? Yeah. yeah. Had a fair. We had one trip it survived. over there. Yeah. yeah. We, I mean, I don't know how, how, not very many things survived there, but somehow, right. some way. Well, let me say this. There's a storage yard over there near the Treasure Key Airport. And our normal routine is they haul the boat out when we're not there. And I was there just like a week prior to the storm. Mm-hmm. And they hauled the boat out right when I left. And they put it into the storage lot. And it was backed into a corner. And they piled all the other boats, you know, predominantly like the Baker's Bay boat. I don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with Baker's Bay. But there's a lot sure. of money there. A lot yep. of triple engine, quad engine boats surrounded my boat. So my boat yeah. was a little... 30, the Tom Brady likes to go there, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I got stayed. the little boat in the corner, and all these big boats protected my boat. Mm-hmm. So it was great, except it took me like four months to get my boat out because all the other boats were so destroyed, and there was no equipment to get it out. So here I had a brand new one-week-old 30 contender stuck in the corner that was good, and uh took me three or four months to get the thing out of there. Paint a picture for me if you can. Um, you're here, and then you're there. Right, because 
none of us really knew what it was like, but we had a pretty good idea what was going on because you're not seeing like cameras on the ground. It's the Bahamas. Yeah, the pictures right? don't do it justice. Yeah, so when you, you, you fly across, not knowing what to expect, you know, caution of the wind, the first time you go and, and you land there, Paint that picture for me, if if, if you possibly. Yeah, can. yeah. I mean, the best way I can paint it, it looked like an. I never experienced a nuclear explosion other than pictures, mm-hmm. but that's what it looked like. I mean, the the Casarina pines, like the the pine trees that mm-hmm. don't break. Yep. You can just imagine them. Imagine a thirty foot tall pine tree that's probably a foot in diameter just snapped in half like a toothpick. Like, how does that happen? And then I'm not talking about one. I'm talking every single one of them snapped clearly in half. And that's just the first sign that you see when you land in Treasure Key. Them Casarina Pines surrounded both sides of the airport as you land. Mm-hmm. And every one of them snapped off. I mean, there's not a living green piece of life anywhere. Everything's yeah. brown. I know those pines. I mean, you got to drive through them if I'm going to go catch bonefish, like on the yep. on the west side of the island. You got to mm-hmm. go through all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And try cutting with the chainsaw. Too. They, I mean, they're hard, yeah. hard, hard trees. They're hard to break. They're very sturdy and, and stout. But anyways, that they're all broken. And, you know, you just fly. And I flew around, you know, just to take a quick peek before I landed. And just every single property was destroyed. I mean, if it looked like it was good, it was destroyed. Mm-hmm. There wasn't, I don't think there was one house that survived. Not one. You know, from Baker's Bay to Abaco to Marsh Harbor to Elbow, all those houses got destroyed. Yeah, because yeah, even if some people are like, oh, that house doesn't look that bad because they see it from an angle. One and angle. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, the well, other side. walk around the other side, the entire house is gone. It's just like a, a frame structure where the door is. Yeah. So there was nothing. Like, everybody had to rebuild. Everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah, the first time I first time I flew, I was like trying to get in touch with my friends and, you know, my Bahamian friends that live there. And basically my one friend, Trevor... And uh, made sure he was all right. And I told him, got through on a message to a sat phone that he had obtained before the storm. And I said, whatever you do, just clear the runway. Make your group of people know they need to clear the runway is most important and then deal with the rest later because I know Mm -hmm. it's bad. So they did. I mean, there was a group of them that went out there and made sure the runway was clear. And then, you know, as soon as it was humanly possible to go, I think I landed. It was like 40 knot winds still at the time when I went over and crosswinds. It was stupid honestly but it's like you know you're flying with water and stuff just to get stuff yeah, there and, and assess and the you're situation. probably heavier than you probably should oh, every be time at, yeah every time i flew by myself and i don't want to admit weights but of course you know the legal yeah. limits and you yeah. know what the plane can handle well desperate times call for desperate measures right i mean yeah. so i think everyone's going to look at that and say that's yeah, justified no one's going to say anything right it's you know you're hopefully the higher power will look after you right i mean even i flew with gasoline like literally gas <sighs> cans Every single trip, just about, because there was no way of getting things around. There's no gas station. I mean, I mean, maybe eighty percent of the South Florida would understand. Mm-hmm. When there's no power, there's nothing. There's no, right. there's no gasoline. There's no running water. There's nothing. So where do you get gas? I mean, these guys are going to the boatyards and siphoning fuel out of the boats that are in the yard just to go back and forth to try to clean up things or get equipment running or to clear a roadway, yeah. to clear a roadway or chainsaw. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's one thing to siphon something once, but if you have to do it over and over and over again, mm-hmm. it's oh, they were. I mean, not cool. Yeah, and then you got survival. You know, it's like so now they're looting. You know, the the grocery store for food. 
Yeah. You know, because there's not enough food going in. In all respect to the Bahamian government, but they didn't do anything for those people. The saddest part was the first, I think the first day or first second day was you seen the Bahamian government owns the Bahama Air and they were flying in there and charging the people $75 per person to leave. And I mean, every time I brought cash, I was giving it to families Mm -hmm. so they could leave. And I've brought people back without passports, no paperwork back with me to the United States just to do it. I mean, like, what is the government going to do to me? I'm American. Right. What are they going to do to them? I'm not going to fly them back. And the American government was great. They brought them in. They, you know, went through the proper paperwork stuff. They're Bahamians, you know, Mm -hmm. they're, they're like, family to us right for sure so they had all their family the people that i picked it's up like had the other keys people without local. being connected yeah. right yeah i mean they literally support everyone from florida goes to the bahamas right they support your fun they support your vacations they they provide a place for us to go and relax and enjoy that so it's like you you'd bend over backwards for them you know i always have this thing too about the bahamas this is just side note to what we're talking about like I know it's under the british flag technically technically right? yeah, yeah right but how that isn't under like the American flag, like I'll, I'll never like really it Puerto really Rico, is. but not here. No, you know what I mean. No. I kind, I think it kind of is. It just isn't. yeah, it's like <laughs> it's unofficially, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So you are here though, mm-hmm. the whole time manning the fort. Yes, like, manning the fort, airport, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Oh my so god. So you, you got your own struggles that you're going through on this end, um, yeah. taking the bull by the horns of receiving everything here that people are donating, which was overwhelming um, and a lot and you know like i think we talked about it when we did our little quick little Mm -hmm. segment at at the palm beach boat show like i set up as a collection post for like three days and i was like "Eh, no no, it's a lot can't can't do that anymore and like well this is back when we had our studio in coral springs and i was like all right like i didn't expect like so many people just to start coming in like that was a little place mm-hmm. our place in Coral Springs and all of a sudden like the whole like you couldn't walk in there I'm like alright I gotta get this shit out of here Yeah, I can't do this anymore because we had the t-shirt thing going on which was daunting enough you know, yeah. which was crazy which box is this is it? Yeah, yeah I was like alright we, no, we gotta stop this but you guys are doing it on the macro level though mm-hmm. at, at the, the beginning at we the beginning. did it yeah, I mean the, the first 20 days of of getting stuff over there was all by air so I kind of paint that picture is like there's no ships yet there's no containers right. there's nothing that the the crucial stuff was all going by air which is obviously the most expensive mm-hmm. it's most critical at the beginning so like trista organized with banyan air you know they had a bunch of uh hangar space we'll say mm-hmm. a huge hangar space and they said right no, here what? at the pompano yeah no was... this is a fort lauderdale executive airport oh, okay all right so out on 31st and, and we had Cyprus. another one at pompano yeah it was pompano yeah we had two of them well we the one with pompano we first started fxe but then pompano was the one that were after it was so overwhelming of all the supplies we i was like okay where can we take these as far as you know my shop's getting full you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So then we went to Pompano Airport and they we went to Hangar 9. So Hangar 9, there was like four or five girls there, a couple guys, and and it was just overwhelming already. And you could see that they were overwhelmed themselves. And I was like, okay, so what's the plan? What are you guys doing? And they're like, okay, well, we're just kind of getting everything organized to ship out or to get flown out. I was like, oh, okay, great. And I was like, well, what do you need? She's like, we need volunteers. That's what we really, really need. We have so much stuff. We can't do this. I was like, all right, I'll do a shout out on Facebook because 
fishermen, it's their whole life is Bahamas. Mm -hmm. You know, other than their local waters, they everyone goes to Bahamas. Right. Do a little shout out. We had, you know, fishermen, fishermen's wives, uh, their college kids. I mean, we got within, I would say, five hours, we had like 50 volunteers. And, wow. and then Banyan was like, wow, what is going on? I was like, okay, so we're in the fishing community. This is our, this is our home away from home. What else can we do? He, so then we had a meeting with the with the air with the airport the owner, and we sat down and she's like, um, "Hey, if you want to take the reins of this, I have no problem with it. I'm gonna let you take the reins of Hangar Nine. You can organize the flights. We just need someone to kind of orchestrate it. You know, you're bringing all these volunteers. So I was like, "All right, let's do it." You're like, "All right, here we go. All right, here it's we go. All mine. Give me the clipboard. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Put them in like one after another, buddy. Yeah. So then we <laughs> shouted out, you know, because you have your you have all your fishermen from all over, you know, the Northeast, uh, California. Then it was like, okay, this is what's going on. We're getting flights out of Hangar 9, whatever you want to donate. So then like semi-truck trailers were coming down from the Northeast mm -hmm. from Key West coming up, full semi-truck trailers and putting stuff at our shop and then bringing it to Hangar 9. I was like, okay, this is so much. Yeah, but right. It, I mean, it worked. You know, they had a lot of volunteers as well. They had pilots. And then all the pilots, we had tons of pilots, yeah. Ton, and they donated all their pilot, mm -hmm. the planes, and the yep. time, everything. We did, th we did between twenty-eight and thirty-seven flights every single day for the fourteen days that well, we ran. donated it. the fuel too, didn't they? Um, they did it for cost. Yeah, twenty-eight yep. to thirty-seven flights a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that we would be like, okay, you know, November and, and, needs, you know, you have to do all the fuel, everything. And I have no idea. I don't work at an airport, so here I am, like right. on the radio, never been on anything. <laughs> and <laughs> after like the third, breaker one on Wolf of Wall Street. This oh, is I was so embarrassed. <laughs> the third day they come in, they're like, "Hey, are you the one on the radio?" Like yeah. all the airport people in the golf carts. I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "Okay, listen." So when you ask for fuel and mm -hmm. you don't hear anything, don't keep asking. And I was like, oh, because I didn't know. Yeah. No one no one gave me a breakdown of how I need to ask for fuel. You know, I'm like, right. oh, I need 10 on the tips, you know, whatever. So I was like, oh, okay, I wish they would have told me that like the first day. Because here I am. I'm like, hello, did anyone hear me? Like, I need fuel on this plane. It's trying to load up, you know. Well, can't someone just say, hey, there's no fuel? No, there was no, fuel, there's plenty of fuel, but they're just, they're also running their business too. Right. Yeah. And doing yeah. all, you know, imagine an extra 35 flights a day. I think we, what well, we donated our, all of our employees, Banyan donated probably like 10 or 15 employees for that. They, whole... like, they're obviously paying it. And then other people donated, like she said, an extra 50 people were donated for each time. Every Where else day. are they landing? The Marsh Harbor. Well, we were Marsh in control Harbor. of Marsh Harbor and Treasure Key. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's where most of our flights were going. But no, think, they were going to, they were going to Staniel. I mean, six, seven days in, they were going to all of the islands that were able because we had. To I think Staniel is too far south from the hurricane, but yeah, I think they're going to Grand Bahama. Yeah, but everybody went out. Yeah, they were going to a bunch they, of different places, yeah, but I, I think most of the people were going to Treasure Key and Marsh Harbor. Yeah. Most of them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean. If you've lived under a rock, I'm speaking to the people that are listening and hopefully watching and listening to the show. Um, and if you don't remember, the, the epicenter of the hurricane primarily hit the northern part of the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. right? And these are all the places that you're talking about. And I want um, not everybody listening to the show knows the Bahamas probably as well as we all do here. Um, so I just wanted to kind of just at least mention that, like the places that you're mentioning are all kind of on that upper rim, right? And the most it, northern yeah, part the of the northern part. Bahamas. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're in the most northern 
chain to about 100 miles south. Yep. That's where they got clobbered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they are rebuilding. Like, I mean, we go there frequently. So that's what I wanted to kind of bring up next. Yeah. And I'm glad you part. did that. Yeah, it's yeah. the good part, right? Yeah. So so the, all the efforts were not made in vain, right? So, so yeah. everyone, eventually There's... the ship got righted mm-hmm. from from the standpoint of, okay, government's worked it out and mm-hmm. here we go. Okay, everyone, everything's flowing now and, you know, and efforts are being made. But I will add this. It's easy to strike the iron while it's hot, but the iron still needs to get struck a little bit more because they, they need more still. They yeah. need more, yeah. Well, and COVID came in That's right another bad timing. So you got to bring was, that up too. Oh, that yeah. was just like everyone was hot and heavy. We're all taking care of Bahamas. It's great. It, it's like a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. We're getting it done. We're going to help these people. Everything is going to get back to normal. COVID hits. Never mind the Bahamas. Nobody. It's it. That's yeah, it. well, it made it travel so yeah. difficult. So it those so second homeowners couldn't go there to rebuild. I couldn't mean, even go there to send supplies. Like you're not going to accept right. supplies because you got to wipe them down and stuff, you know. So it was very. Then now they're without food again. Oh. So it's like it was like a double whammy for them. Yeah. You know, but they're they're doing a lot better now. We did a program um, with Bruce Marks and and Brick. And we ran everything through the old. Um, the yeah, they did a lot. Miami Bill Fish and everything. Oh, yeah. and, that, and that's a lot. That's of what we did, did a that, lot. That's what we did that stronger did together shirt program through that conduit. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm like, I don't want any of it. Just right there. Mm-hmm. You know, push it right through there. Um, but I know that um, you know there were efforts being made there that that were outstanding too. So I, I definitely need to give those guys. Um, shout outs for all the work that they did through that. I did nothing. Oh, there was, there was so many. No, you did shout out to Brickle. There's so few times. Those guys, those guys did all the heavy lifting. Pat Price, Patrick Price. Oh yeah, Patrick did a ton of stuff. Yeah, Pat had a huge, huge role. He helped our group out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he was amazing. He was so, wearing orchest- orchestrated uh, taxi cabs and stuff to the Marsh Harbor and the Treasure Key area to get their businesses back going through and... a donation out of West Palm Beach. <laughs> yeah, he that did really speaks very, to very well listen, man. I COVID couldn't have taken a worse guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, really. I mean, whenever there was something needed to be done, Pat was there. I, mean, I met Pat for the first time on this show. Right, mm-hmm. I had him in two, maybe three times, and the big reason was for the shark stuff. Yeah. Right, and he had posted something about when Thomas Osborne got all his long lines cut by those environmentalists. Mm-hmm. Right, there's that word again that were just completely unreasonable and Cocktail. did not realize <laughs> that they had he had full on it was licensed, it was everything was regulated, and he's like like the last long liner left and he's out there doing research and they, they just went ahead and threw caution in the wind and just cut all his lines and they put it on Facebook and they faced the penalty. But yeah, yeah, and Pat was putting it all over and I was like, Hey, I'm like, thank you. Do you want to talk about it on the show? It's a big deal. You know, it's, it's like, you know, and that's one of the lines that we want to talk about too. Like it, there's that line of like, no, we don't want to mistake all the efforts that we make conservation-wise with just being like tree hugging mm-hmm. bullshit. You know, it, it's it's I it's agree. not it. You know, it's it's about doing the right thing and doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, but at that point, that's the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. So we brought Pat in, 
and I got to know Pat like on an episode. I'm and like, man, amazing. this dude is the real deal. <laughs> and um, you know, and we brought him on again, and you know, I had uh, Skip and Art came in, and yeah, and we had it out, and that was the when Skip and Art really met him too, and we really connected by water at that point, and it was such a good moment. Um, for all of us, just as people, but it was a good moment for the show, and it was a good moment for you know the whole idea of connected by water and everything that we're trying to accomplish with that whole ideal and that theory and everything, and and this explains it. Like everything we're talking about today is like it's it's connected by water and and what the community can do because this is what we are, right? Mm-hmm. We are about we always say connected by water, or we always say I'm starting to say this. We're all about the seas, right? So right. conservation, creativity, clean water, you know, and connected by water. And, and, and that's really what it comes down to community. It's another one of the C's. And, and it really, when Pat came in, it really spelled the whole thing out. And I was like, man, this is great. And we brought him in again and a couple of times. And then we started working on projects together. And then unfortunately we lost them mm-hmm. and it was heartbreaking for a lot of people they just dropped um a, a ship in his name um last week anytime anyone brings up pat on the show i have to go to great lengths to talk about him because yeah, memory, he his memory it. needs yeah, to live on because he was it. he was he's one of the amazing. rare rare guys mm-hmm. yeah for sure so yeah. i don't mean to get sidetracked on no, it, he's, but, yeah, he's, he's great he's, pat, but pat did a great job for the relief efforts he yeah. earned it he yeah. he earned it he was a, a wonderful wonderful man yeah great husband great father 100%. great fisherman all great around and, great yeah, dude yeah and he was he was always there for anybody that knew anything yep. yeah yep. When, 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 when and he was knowledgeable him. too you know and he he and he gave a shit right that's it like yep. he cared yeah you know and you know it's 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 interesting too because um i mentioned my buddy um uh derek right redwine earlier and um, hopefully he's still listening to the show right now. And he's probably like right now he about rolled his eyes if he is. Right? <laughs> but I had a really good talk with him uh, earlier in the week. And I can't really talk to many people about what I do and have them really understand. And I don't mean to say that in a way to prop myself up. It's just the truth. Right. I, and Derek's one of those few people that I could talk to that does it too. And it understands everything that has to get gone through and, you know, and the way, just the way it is, you know, and it's not an easy life being an artist. It's, it's really not. And, it's and a very it, it's, coddling process, I would assume. Yeah, and it's it <laughs> figure out what is easy. Let me know. I'm it takes you, a lot of time to do, like? and yeah, it you takes gotta, a lot of time to do, and you got everyone's mad at you all the time. And you got to get the crystal yeah, ball out. Like, yeah, would once you, you decide like this? Yeah. Well, no. Like, okay, what would you like? Well, no. Yeah. You know, I'm sure. Every time a parent asks me about their kid, like, oh, what can you give my little yeah. budding artist? Like, any advice? I'm like, yeah, study math, <laughs> <laughs> read books, draw a lot, yeah, yeah, comprehension. You know, it's like. But um, yeah, but yeah, he he's really good, you know, to get down in it, and he's just such a good like down to earth guy, um, to talk to. I don't even know where I was going with that, but um, you know, w- one of the cool things that we talked about was, um, you know, millionaires are overrated. You know what I mean? And and the efforts it takes, and that's like, you know, and I'm not trying to say down talk anyone that's got a million dollars or multi million dollars or anything like that, but it's like really at the end of the day, you want to be true to people, you want to be true to your friends, you want to be true to your community and make a true difference in people's lives. 
um, and not just, you know, your own bank account or your own greed that motivates you or anything like that. It's like really what it's all about at the end of the day. And this... It's spread the wealth, this, basically. This, yeah. this was a lesson in that, right? Mm-hmm. This was oh, yeah. really, truly a lesson in that. There's nothing, no better in this feeling book, than trying to help great. somebody else. Yeah, and it. that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's like the best thing. That's the best drug. The intrinsic value of yeah. that, that you get from helping your community or being involved. And because at the end of the day, that's really what it's what we all live about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bringing somebody up that's down. Yeah, yeah. and that's that, the best type of person. That enjoys it or appreciates in, it. Yeah, in general, best type of person, best type of business person, anything. You you pick someone up. Yeah. I mean, it's all about, it's all about, you know. Yeah. Community creativity conservation clean water culture but it, it, you know it's it's really so invaluable um and um you know it, it just speaks volumes i don't know yeah know? we gotta definitely always do that daily yeah you know if you don't then what do you, what else you got i get like so choked up about it like i really do like i i, I try to not overwhelm myself about the whole thing because and it's really our mission here um it is to do gooder right i love that hashtag that you know to to kind of reel in the program that we started talking about and this is why we do it right yeah now it, it we're involved in that program just because we want to be and we believe in it and that that's it mm-hmm. right it, it doesn't go further than that and and um you know i'm, I'm just happy to oh carlene's pizza's here <laughs> carlene you order the pizza on the show I love it. What you? What kind of pizza did you get? I can't hear you. Is is her mic off? <laughs> She's like, I'm getting ready to plow through this. I'm I down. said, my time is your time, and your time is my time. <laughs> Come on, guys. What kind of pizza did you get? Nick ordered, and I think it's just the three of us eating, the four of us. They're All not right. having so. All right. What kind or how many? How's the baby doing? She's a month today. So listen. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so she was about ready to come on the show like a week before the baby was born, right? I was coming on the show the day of to have, just jokingly have my water break on yeah. the show yeah. and it broke that day. Which would have been like gold. So I was just going to serve some wine right? Right? <laughs> or some ramen, just have it mysteriously just jokingly break when right. it broke yeah. eight hours earlier. And you're like, oh, there <laughs> it is. Five. So... So, yeah, so so then she comes back on the show, like, a week after the baby's born. Like, she's honey badger. (laughs) My husband's off for a month. He's got the maternity leave. She's committed. I mean, hey. She's totally committed. That's amazing. That's amazing. I think what the whole point of me bringing this up is, like, now she comes back, she's like, Drinking like barrels full of beer back there. She's like ordering pizza. Like She's like, mom, back there. Mom it helps home. the breast milk. This is all part of the deal. Yeah, <laughs> I love you. You know I do. I did it for what nine months sober, serving yeah. all your guests. So and nine I months, drink like anything. the entire time she's like pregnant. She's you like, here, we're all drinking rum. I am. <laughs> like right in front of her face, <laughs> and she's like, you guys suck. I'm like, well, why do you keep coming? She's like, I don't know. I committed. That's my problem. I commit, and then I'm committed, and that's it. There so you go. You like go full throttle. I, commit, I don't have an excuse not to show up. Yeah. So. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> all right. You're the go best, Carlene. Yeah? All right. All right. Cool. So um, we're all in with the whole Papa's Pilar thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. So oh, yeah. I know Papa's Pilar is another company that we are involved with that believes heavily in everything that we just talked about. 
Um, they and, actually were a whole part of the Bahamas. I mean, right. So donated money to to our group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cash money. You know. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, and Steve and, a long and, and Mike and, and Nick and Johnny and all those guys. I mean, they're solid. Oh, they yeah. start. I mean, when we started the company, they came in like right after because what Papa's has been around for what eight years? I would say nine, ten, nine years, ten years, something. Mm-hmm. Right when we started, they they were right there too. So it's like we kind of connected there, and then we doing boat shows together and promoting like you know basically co-branding you know we'd bring all the rum to the boat shows and mm-hmm. they're like oh what's papa's now they're like where's the papa's where's you the know papa's? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. tables everybody's addicted to it now yeah. here at the gallery yeah, it's like i know i know you have that <laughs> now i'm like no i'm not i can't serve it till noon because we want everyone like buying stuff we yeah. have to wait um oh i know that um but they did all the bahamas relief stuff every bottle sold you know they donated during that yep. hurricane yeah. for every single bottle that was yep. sold they donated like five or ten dollars uh i forget was, how much the amount it was, was five dollars for like the blonde and ten dollars for the brunette really yeah something well, like that dark whatever the dark, the brunette. Yeah. i like yeah. i like it blonde or brunette. <laughs> brunette that's good and the redhead i'm drinking the red that's what i'm saying steve knows yeah. he's, 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 <laughs> maybe he misbranded it <laughs> no, 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 blonde, brunette, well, redhead. We can, well, uh, nicknames never uh-huh. anybody, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So we got the blonde, the brunette, the redhead. Exactly. Oh my God, Tristan, we're breaking new ground today on the podcast. <laughs> this is wonderful. <laughs> the uh, yeah, but but the one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it up is because there's ongoing efforts. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, that 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 they're still doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just knowing, just talking to Mike, and uh, I know that there's stuff like in the works and the plans because. I don't want the, the Bahamian people to think that they're forgotten about, and they're right. not, you know, because we're continuing um, to to do more. I know that there's more um, revitalization efforts that are happening, um, and that's more of a to be continued scenario that we're going to be talking about later on as they go on. Okay, um, but we are involved, and we and we are going to make it happen again. And and I think it's important to bring that up. Um, just because of our our Papa's Pilar circle mm-hmm. and um, every everyone that we know, every, everything that we do together. Um, so I just want to let anyone who's who's listening and watching to know that yeah, you know, that, that, that dude, we're not just every, we're not just mm-hmm. talking about this today. I want to make this ultimately and abundantly clear. All right, I want we're not just talking about this today because we to give ourselves a big old pat on the back. This is not what this is about. Okay, hundred percent. Please, anyone listening and watching, do not think that. The reason, the main reason that I wanted to bring you guys in to talk about this was because we want to make sure that people understand that it's not just we're done. Right? It's it's a continuing kind of thing that, that we're still moving forward with. Yeah. Um, and we need your support and we need your help. Right? And yeah. as the programs start rearing their heads and... and getting known and what we're about to do you know just understand that that's the point of this episode is that just to let everyone know that it's not that time comes we're gonna need your help yeah and and we're gonna need you know whether it's money or effort or you know whatever it's probably mostly money at this point um but that's gonna have to happen um and we're gonna be asking people for that Mm -hmm. so yeah, well, I well, mean, it's come a, on pretty good. Yeah, though, and too. it's a and it's a home away from home. I mean, Bahamas. I mean, they're survivors, no matter what. Right. Every, everyone will they'll survive. One of the it, most resilient people I've ever met. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're fine. You know, it may take a little bit longer. You know, here in the U.S., it's like okay, I want this done. We all have instant gratification. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and they'll get it done when they get it done. You know, right. that's like the Bahamian time. We all love well, that. Well, the love about the Bahamians is like mm-hmm. they live a way simpler life than we do. Way simple. Yeah. I'm jealous of that. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. I, I, I could be a Bahamian. Yeah. yeah Tom will put sure. his phone away, not even t- turn that thing on. As soon as we get there, he won't well, even see it. It's like away. I'm like, wow, how do you do that? But he, he does. He could do it. I could do it. No when, I, when, when I first started um, as a young budding fish artist, you know, I was like, no, man, I want to create real art, serious art. And I don't want to just sit there painting coconuts, selling them on the beach and everything like that. And now I'm just like, man, I, I, mean, I wish I was coconuts. coconuts. I just want to paint coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> There's something to be said about that. I mean, you learn a lot. You yeah. know, one thing that really frustrates me is when you get some high profile American go over there trying to change the world and create a casino and a resort. Mm-hmm. on a beautiful place like Abaco. And it's like, that's not what Abaco is. It's yeah. like a family-oriented island that you're supposed to enjoy in nature and the simple life. Yeah. That's what it's all about over there. And we need to keep it that way. And the the people over there are very simple. They're very, very easy to get along with. And, and, and they don't need oriented. much. And they're family and they're very religious. Mm-hmm. And they're very resilient. They don't need much to survive and they're very happy people. You I don't know? think most of us need much. I mean, I think needing much is a learned activity, right? It has to be. I mean, I mean that instant gratification has gotten <laughs> so things. so high. It's you got to yeah. have it right now. Yep, got to have it right now. Jeez, the, I, I yeah. talk my kids out of so much right now. I'm like, man, I should have not. Yeah, wait given for your you birthday. No, no, no. I'll get it. Amazon yeah, right now. Exactly. Actually, how about now? I'll get it now. Hundred <laughs> percent. But yeah. it's like if you look at like the way Florida used to be, like when we were growing up. You know, it's just like, well, don't you wish that Florida was preserved in some way? Like South Florida, I'm speaking specifically. Oh, yeah. Don't you wish some of it was preserved that like, but like there, okay, then stop over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because that's, that's kind of what we're talking about. Like use this as an example of what not to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you look at the way our sewer pipes are busting, you know what I mean? I'm really good friends with Johnny Lowe's who, who owns clean waterways, that company that's filtered out they developed that technology which is basically like a um what do you call that the thing in the fish tanks ro a filter reverse yeah, osmosis well, the filter but it's a, yeah, it's the name for it but mm-hmm. um but that's what they're doing it's it's just like it's like salt based though right or no well they're they're basically filtering the water when when something goes wrong mm. and then they're cleaning the water yeah with with their machines that, that they invented but you know why is that even necessary? Because mm-hmm. we overcomplicated everything. Right, 100%. Because we've got to have it now. Got to have it now. Well, you got the golf course and green grass. And yeah, well, you built these sewer systems for, <laughs> for 100,000 people, and now there's 2 million people. And, <laughs> well, you know, and, eh, It's going to break. It's going to get old fast. Mm-hmm. And, Mother, you know, so. Mother Nature has a good way of cleaning things. Yeah. 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 Sure know? does. Mm-hmm. Sure does. You put that in perspective. No, 100%. 100%. 100%. But, you know... I look at everything that that in light of that, like that, you know, Florida has to go through, you know, and all the problems that we face with, oh, send it south with the water and, you know, and again, I'm going to bring up Derek, another good conversation I had with him today. It's like, all right, you got, you know, we had Bouncer on and everybody loves Bouncer, right? Oh, yeah. Bouncer's like, man, there's so much Roundup. We did all the tests and the Roundup's the problem. It's like, okay. Well, one of the problems. That's one of the problems. Right? They're like, oh, the sugar people, you know. And, sugar cane. Yeah, the sugar cane. So mm-hmm. that's one of the problems, right? And, you know, and 
the oyster thing and it's like everything's okay. 10 10 percent of the problem but when you have a hundred problems and you right. have more than a hundred percent so then you're totally screwed yeah that's why it's important i think for everyone to focus on their thing right and not have to you can't you can't be everything to everybody Right, and that's just in life. Right? You just can't be everything to everybody. Yeah. You know, Lord knows we all try, but well, you can't save it, the world. It, it, but... very, very tough, but especially when it comes to conservation. But if you just focus on your thing, right, and, and your biosphere, and, and and manage it, and be the steward or the ambassador of that, then hopefully, problem solved one day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do a little bit. If Do a little bit. Every, I mean, there's so many freaking people here. It's like it's everybody insane, does a little bit. It would be fine. All right, so I'm still living in Coral Springs right now, right? Because okay. with the way the housing market is, it's like we wanted to. It's a good school We got system. stuck out there. It's, yeah, we, but it's a good good schooling yeah, out there. Yeah, we old school. Oh, do you? Yeah, I'm not handing my kids over to the government every well, there day. You yeah. go. There you go. Well, then you <laughs> can teach me a few things. Over there. <laughs> no? Yeah, it's overrated. Oh, really? Yeah, I've heard yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. No, it used to be, I guess. Yeah. The, well, part of it, don't you like the gender neutral part of it? <laughs> you, and you joke about that. <laughs> or is that, that. another subject? <laughs> no. You joke go about for it. that. <laughs> no. We no, had it's a six it's year old I know. I know it's real. Yeah, no, it's real. I'm glad sex I don't have kids. Sex kindergarten is what they're doing for six-year-olds right now. I had a friend of mine pull their kid. I it's, talked to her. It's and sad. She was homeschooling, and I, she it's moved sad. to I mean, we're laughing school. about it, but it's real. I it mean, is, this it, is it a problem. Is. They're, they're teaching these new generations something that will affect the next generations maybe 20 years from now. And it's funny because she homeschooled her kid, and we won't get deep into the conversation. She moved to Coral Springs in order to have the school system. Moved from Texas. Had moved to Coral Springs. Went to... Ramblewood Middle, I'll mm. throw it out there. She homeschooled her son for the first couple of years. And I said, you need to get your, you know, put him in a school. They need social, you know, be around other kids. All that. She finally did it. Sex ed rolled around and she yoked him from what they were teaching in kindergarten. Something you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. He came home and said, well, why do I have to, you know, who's a they and this and that. And not only what they were that subject, but what they were teaching in sex. It wasn't about having babies. It was more about who positions and what places to place things, if I can say it diplomatically. Yeah, yeah. That's, at, that's at a six-year-old level. The, yeah. Yeah. What happened to drawing the turkey with your hand she and a piece of right. paper and <laughs> drawing around your fingers? Yeah. Right. Well, she yoked, she I mean, ended up taking him back out. And I was like, yeah. I'm not giving any more schooling. Yeah, it's a lot. Anything. I mean, it's, I don't think. I mean, obviously, I don't think kids should be able to choose any of that, and especially fourth, six. fourth, fifth, sixth grade. Like you say, they you don't even, even know what they want to eat. They don't even know what they want for dinner. They were teaching them to push back a little bit on things. Like yeah. You understand what I'm trying yeah. to say. And that's, that's which not is what very, yeah, them. it's way, way too much. The problem is the people we vote in are uh, making those decisions. Yeah. I mean, that's a big part of it. I mean, listen to this, right? Okay. So I don't think it's a secret to anybody that I'm a big fan of, of, our buddy Ronnie DeSantis. Okay, we all are right. So community, I, would I mean, I mean, he comes <laughs> in, he comes in day one and basically just tries to set the Everglades straight right off the bat. It's first his that was his first you know order of business. But I mean, I just love he's tough and strong and doesn't take any crap from anybody, and he's he's not afraid to just stand up and and, and you know do the right thing. Do the right thing. Yeah, do the believes. right thing. You know. Opinion be damned. Who mm -hmm. cares, right? But if you talk about the bill, which isn't what they're calling it at all, because I would tell you, read the bill if you think it says that. It doesn't mm. anywhere, not even remotely close, mm. right? And they're trying to make it sound like it does. And I'm sorry, but I, I don't mean to get controversial. We don't really talk politics on this show. Uh, yeah. Right? yeah. But if we, go, if we wanted to go there, all, all we I got to say, yeah, I gotta say is read 
the mother effing bill. Uh, yeah, please, because it, yeah, it isn't it even remotely close to what you're Most trying to make Most people just want the Facebook part, right? portion of it. All we're saying is, like, don't talk yeah. to my kid about that shit when he's only in third grade. Yeah, it's, I agree with it's that. It's tough. Okay, I had please. nieces, and I'm like, Yeah, you're not saying is, you don't say nothing like that, but mm. don't just, you know, there's time and place, and this is neither time nor the place, and that's my job. So. Yeah. Yeah, we don't so. have... We don't have any children. I have a lot of nieces, nephews, godkids, yeah. everything. But that was a whole thing. I was like, it's this sad. is another reason. Right. It's not like, political at that point. can't do it. It's not political. That's the no, thing. it's not political. No. Listen, if you look at it really, I mean. And we're not judging color or people or no, I'm personalities not judging. I'm not or anything sexual at all. orientation. It's just more or less what's right is right. As a kid's a kid. Let a the kid, kid be a kid. Let a them kid play with his toys. doesn't even know if they want what type of Let ice cream they want. Anything they want. Yeah. yeah just get them fishing out. Fishing solves everything. It does. Right? It exactly. really does. It really does. Yeah. You know, it's. Because you can talk a lot out there or you can just shut the. You can just shut up. It's you don't primal. have to do anything. You can say shut the fuck up. It's okay. <laughs> can, I will if you don't want to. First <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm trying. Say it with I me. I like chuck her mouth. Say it with shut me. the fuck up. There you go. There you go. On your shit, you're beautiful. You're good. <laughs> no, I mean, well, we talk about it on the show a lot about the whole the whole connection of fishing and like what what it does to people when you're out on the water. Mm. Changes well, a kid's we, life. Well, and well, it we changes the, the whole persona of how you know someone. If you're on a boat with someone, it does. Now, well, please tell me more about. That because you. you're bringing you know you're bringing a different perspective. I can already tell you're bringing a different perspective, new new information uh-huh. to, to to the argument here. Please, it's so true. So you can know someone, really know someone, but when you get them on a boat, you really know someone. It's true. It's everything always comes out, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'm spending 14 hours on a boat with someone. You're like, okay, now I know everything about you. Yep. I didn't know anything about you, but what else are you gonna do but chit chat? Mm-hmm. So you literally get to know everything about right. someone. You're like, I never wow, want to see that person way ever too again. much. Until <laughs> <laughs> so you kiss that big fish. Yeah, and then you're like, you know right. what? This guy's I great. It doesn't you, matter. You can, we can all hang out again. It's okay. That hasn't happened too often. <laughs> Going back to dumping in a bucket. What, the Dunkaroo? Dumping in a bucket. Oh, dumping in a bucket. Oh, my God. Every fisherman's yeah, yeah, done yeah. that. Oh, if you Tom. haven't done that before, you you're probably haven't fish enough. You haven't lived. <laughs> you have not lived. No, one of the conclusions that we come up with, like, why there's such a deep connection, like, once, like, you could, like, oh, yeah, I went out with that dude in a bachelor party, like, eight years ago, and it's just like, oh, who cares, right? Yeah. But it's like, eight years ago, we caught that huge-ass mahi. It's like, you're going to have that for the rest of your life. Like, or you went on a great that? trip through the islands, like, oh, yeah, yeah this was amazing, and now it's, it's like, like they're really connection. good people, even though they're judged, like, oh, that guy's an asshole or whatever, like... No, he's really not. He, yeah. You know, he just maybe had a bad day the one time you met him. Right. Or the one time you met her. She was. No, I'm pretty much an asshole all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You pour the booze. Y- like- you're excused. <laughs> you beer guzzling, pizza drinking. And- <laughs> <laughs> mommy. <laughs> yeah, mommy. She's back there. Eating pizza and drinking beer. I love it. They write country songs about women like me. Uh-huh. You ever talk about the value of fish? Like giving it to somebody? That doesn't fish? Tell me. Well, I mean, the best thing in the whole world is like when you go fishing and I I just think we over, I I don't think we appreciate the fish that we catch as much as we should. But I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. So my best thing, my favorite thing, I love eating fish. Don't get me wrong. But my most favorite thing in the whole entire world is when I go to the Bahamas and I go slay them like everybody else. Go and catch six mutton snappers or in in an hour in front of Guanakee Mm -hmm. and then take them and give them away to some local that's 
could use it. Mm-hmm. And giving them that fish, guess what? That that guy remembers that every single time. They love it. Yeah. Even back home. I mean, bring or it to bring the, it the richest guy in the whole world that doesn't get to fish or doesn't go to the supermarket to buy fish and you give it to them. They remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's worth its weight in gold. It's yeah, because fresh really fish is. is so different from the restaurant because we've, I mean, obviously we've swordfish forever, but um, bringing swordfish in all the time to the shop and everything, everyone's like, oh, no, I don't eat swordfish. I'm like, why? Like, oh, it's so gross. Have you had it fresh? Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, oh, now every time, are you going sword fishing? We're like, no, we're going to the Bahamas. No, we're not going sword fishing. But, mm-hmm. you know, swordfish is great. You know, it's really true. And, you know, a, a you lot of the know. appreciation for it, too, goes into, I think, you know, if someone looks at you and goes, wow, you you were the one that went out there. You were the one who put all the effort and you're giving that up to me who did nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's an appreciation factor, too. You know, it was say the man, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Mm-hmm. Right and and really the what you're offering you're giving like a a peace offering I think it's it's really a good way to they connect love with it. people oh, it's yeah. a it's the best way to communicate or yeah. you know get in touch with somebody and I, I shouldn't say get in touch but uh make somebody a, uh, appreciative of what you're giving them mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure like I mean, we, food is the bounty right and, and, yeah and when you share the bounty that's you know that I don't think I mean the Bible talks about it all the time I mean sharing the bounty it's it's oh we give I the think fish to the why. vendors yeah. any vendor you work with here you go here's some fish like oh yeah. no problem your first priority <laughs> like, yep. it is what it is listen in, in the grander scheme of thing I think that's why meat's so important oh, yeah in general mm-hmm. like if you people want to just eat leaves and grass I mean that's cool it's your, it's your prerogative I mean go for it I mean but really there's a higher purpose to meat yeah i really think there is oh for sure yeah, yeah you gotta ha- you gotta have some heat yeah. that's <laughs> 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 not to tease an episode but next um episode i'm gonna have uh benny ortiz on mm-hmm. uh, which he's an expert at you know slow pitch jigging like probably like the authority on it and he's got some really good methods on proper ways to pre- prep a fish on the boat the second it hits the deck to ensure you get the fresh meat possible. So that is one of the things that we are going to talk about next week. Nice. Um, yeah. I did that slow pitch for the first time. Yeah. In Panama about two months ago. What'd you think? Oh, now it he loves it. It changed my spectrum of uh, deep water fishing. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, did you? Yeah, I mean, here I make electric reels, and I'm like, right. okay, give me one of these electric that's reels. That's why I'm kind of smiling. Give me, yeah, I say, give me one of those <laughs> manual reels. <laughs> oh, it was oh. awesome. We yeah. Thought, I don't know. We probably caught 15 groupers with yeah. our buddy Shane Jarvis. Like here, here I am talking to the guy that perfected. Bring him up. Yeah. <laughs> I well, know. We had the electric reel. And we didn't even use it. Honestly, yeah. God. Yeah. We were He's dropping like- in like, I mean, I say deep as 600 feet, 700 feet of water. Yeah. For uh, snowy groupers. Okay. And and uh, every drop, you catch one. I mean, one time I got two, maybe 15-pound snowy groupers wow. on one jig. Wow. Yeah, reeling it up, it was just awesome. I did cheat. They, I did put yeah, it in the, the rod double. holder, mm-hmm. you, know, yeah. you know, after getting it up, you know, quarter way off the bottom, and then I put it in the rod hole and reel it up. But yeah, it was rewarding every time. Yeah, that's cool. It's not bad. It's fun. Yeah, actually, yeah. I told my buddy Shane we were fishing with. I said I could do this all day. Yeah. I literally could do it really? all day. Meanwhile, Manual. I'm like, let's go tuna fishing. Let's. let's <laughs> and, and Tom's like, I don't know. I was like, oh shit. It okay, was fun. we're gonna have to sit here all day now. Yeah. And Shane's like. What do you want me to do? I was like, I, I don't know. We got to wait. He's like really catching. He's loving this. So I was like, I want to go tuna fishing. Yeah. But Tom's killing it. So we got to wait. <laughs> so. Yeah. I've, I've yet to really do it. I mean, I, I mean lately, in the, I've been having like a bad six month run here. I haven't really been fishing much lately at all. But I need to talk to Harris about that. Right. That ship. But it happens. Um, you yeah. Know? You get the right yeah. place. It'll it'll change your view on uh, 
you know, fishing deep with a manual reel. You have to go over the Bahamas with us. Yeah, uh, let me know. I'm ready to go. Like I'm really, I'm, I'm actually. Yeah, you and Liz, I, I get, she, yeah. Liz would love it. Yeah, I got to scratch that itch, you know, because it's like you know I've been working way too much, and you know it's just. Like but that's re- not a bad everything. six months. It's a really good six months. It you was just a good six months. Haven't been able to fish, you know. You got to kind of. Yeah, no, it was a good six months. I can't complain. You know what I mean? But it's like there comes a time where it's just like enough's enough, you know. Put the old college effort in. Why do we? Why, why do we work? We got to have fun. Yeah. yeah, no, that's true. That's yeah. true. And that's you have true. to really. Pull yourself away and just go. I mean, I'm like a workaholic. I will literally be at my shop. If we're in town, I'm there every Saturday, whatever. I'm yeah. always there. Yeah. Tom's like, oh, you're going to go to the shop, you know, because Saturday, Sunday, I'm like, yeah, what are you going to do? You need to go to the shop. But he's like, don't you, we do that Monday through Friday, you know? Yeah. So unless we go out of town, like I'm always there. That is the one good thing. Uh, not the one good thing, but one of the good things about the kids. It's just like, like come Saturday morning, uh, like yeah. there's times I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go to work, right? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> the phone's not going to ring. People aren't going to call. This is the day I can get so stuff much done, done, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Daddy, what do you want to do today? I'm like, uh, never mind. I'm not right, doing let's anything. Go, let's go do something. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. I haven't bass fishing a lot, though. I can tell you, I, like, I when I say too. I haven't been fishing, I just haven't been offshore. Like, mm-hmm. much, but, but I go bass fishing with Sean all the time. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I love bass fishing. Yeah, wow. he loves it too. We went up yeah. like in Minnesota. It was a couple years ago. Yeah. We went. We got so many bass. The guy took us out one of our uh, vendors and he's like, oh no, well, there's so many people on the lake. It was a holiday. And he's like, Fourth oh, of just, July. yeah, 4th of July, just don't expect anything because this is so Fifth much. July morning. Yeah. We caught so many fish. He's like, I can't even believe this. What's going on right now? I was like, Fourth okay, of July, right? Yeah. In so Minnesota, I, catching five, six pound bass one after another. I got this thing another. about holidays. I got this great. thing about holidays. Like great things happen on holidays. Mm-hmm. Like you always get that big Christmas fish or it's like, or it's like the October swell. It's like it always like starts firing like off the shore. It's like, some reason it's like early so, oh yeah i caught that that was a that's like big easter fish or something like that it's like <laughs> something always good happens on the holiday i agree i don't know what it is maybe it's like some sort it's, of like cosmic energy so, that I mean, happens right yeah everybody's in a good mood yeah you know it's not work you know you're laid back it's like a good time right, to be you there don't care and that's when it happens yeah you're just out there having fun you're absolutely right yeah. Right. You're it's, absolutely right. There's no pressure. It's 100%. like, it. it's a holiday. 100%. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, you always, always those days when, like, you're just like, I'm just right. not trying to clean the dishes. Just, I want to go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Carlene, you got a nice big freshie here. Spicy. How are you? <laughs> Cheers. One more snake bite. Cheers. One more snake bite. Yep. So, listen. It really means a lot to me that you guys come here and talk to me. It really does on a lot of levels, right? Um, and I want to bring up just not not to build this up like crazy like that, but I want to bring up um, relationships and the value relationships and and working together like through a lot of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And and I, and I just want to publicly acknowledge my gratitude for you guys and your and your understanding and allowing people to be who they are allowing your friends to be who they are and understanding that there's good in the world right and you got to understand that there's also people that might not have your best interests in mind right so i want to thank you for being understanding for 
allowing me to work through that. Aw, cheers. So, and I appreciate that. So, yeah. thank you. Good people. Cheers. Thank you. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, to Trista and Tom, I want to just say thanks for coming in and sharing your story with us. Um, and I want to say thank you uh, for everything that you've done uh, for the community. I know the city recognized you for that. Right. So mm-hmm. I want to just throw that in there at the end. Like it was like a, a monumental effort. You guys probably were being a little humble on some of it and a lot of everything. I didn't want to go, to be honest. Did. What's that? I didn't even want to go. No? <laughs> oh, no, to I, get I, the award. No, I, no, I didn't want yeah. to. With the award, yeah. No, they, I was like, yeah. well, I don't need the city of Pompano pat me on the back for that. I mean, yeah. it's appreciated. I, don't get me wrong. It's not like that. It's just like I would. I'll still do it tomorrow. Yeah. It's like yeah, I don't need somebody to pat me on the doing, back for it. Yeah. People are you know needed help and they needed love and mm-hmm. somebody had to do it yeah yeah somebody had to do it somebody mm-hmm. had to do it and a lot of people stepped up it's amazing yeah. there were so it's amazing many. it's not just us like yeah. here in pompano or whatever key west and the other cities that stepped up and did it it's like all a lot of people stepped up from all over the united states yeah they sure did they sure did so it, it wasn't it was- fair for us to just get a you know, an award for that. Yeah, Tom's like, does everyone else get one? I was like, I don't know how it works. But yeah, <laughs> I'm like, we're, yeah. we're the basic, you know, the the pot, you know, everything it. came into us and then we... appreciate it. Well, everyone, loves. listen, a lot of times people will make fun of Pompano um, and the, the, all the Pompano bubble and like, uh, and listen, the Pompano bubble is alive and well, trust me, I'm not, I'm not this, you know, I'm not... It, it's I it's a Pompano. thing. It's a thing. Yeah, right? we like yeah, Pompano but, but a lot. I love Pompano, right? But yeah, you can get caught in that bubble like quick, and it'll pop you. But <laughs> um, if you if you don't watch out, but there's so much good that comes out of this town. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that there really is. I mean, it's it's a hard working town. It's I guess you could say it's a blue collar town in a lot of ways, and it's a lot of people just like roll over their sleeves and get it done, and you know. But a lot of people That's... have that attitude of like. No matter what, we're, we're, we're all going to pull together, and, and we're going to we're going to protect this town, and we're going to protect our resources, and put everything and, aside, whatever. But yeah, yeah, that that's so true. Like you said, that like it's hard working, you know. Yeah. Like that's where respect comes in from everybody. Like everybody, like work hard, then play hard. You know, yeah. that's the main thing. That's why it's everybody's kind of connected. I think in this area because everybody works. Everybody works their ass off for productive they wanna, citizen. Why wouldn't you want to be part of it? Of course. And you that's know? why it's a tight little community. And I yeah. understand that. And it's like you work hard and you get to play hard and everybody's in the same realm. And it's like, you just enjoy it. Yeah. That's why fishing is a big part of everybody's life here. Right. It's part yeah. of the fabric mm-hmm. of, of it all. And yep. it, foundation. Yeah, Cause it, it is. It's, it's hard work. It's not like fishing is super easy. It's yeah. like, oh, wow, this is a great luxury. No, it's a lot of hard work, you know. There's it a really lot of is. prep time. There's a lot of, you know, organizing and, you Long know, days. and Long days. Yep, mm-hmm. for sure. And, you know, I always say, like, if you go, like, anywhere on the planet and there's, like, a big fish hung or you know, a big tournament to be had or a big check on a... The, Chances are there's someone from Pompano there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, At least got a good chance. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And But the, what makes that different than the Fort Lauderdale, the Lauderdale by the sea, skip Pompano and then go right into, you know, the Deerfield Lighthouse Point in Boca. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, Pompano's. They're it, right? Yeah, it's it, a well oiled yeah, machine. It's like the, it's no fluff, man. It's yeah. Like, it's all yep. about getting it done. So. Yep. Um, but anyway, that's my long way of saying thanks. Yeah. Right. And, and, um, I appreciate you. Um, 
Absolutely. Thanks for having for us sure. on. It was yeah. it was fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, can we stay and continue to oh, drink? We're staying. No, that's right. that's my pizza. bar. <laughs> All right, mommy. Right? That's it. my bar. I have my bar for a reason. <laughs> that was my leaves. bar. Wait a minute. Right, it's no, her bar. Comes out, it's your bar. She's I'm just here bar. for the Monday night it's festivities. <laughs> no. It's really Carlene's awesome. bar. <laughs> it is. But yeah, she if I try to go back there and it's like she's like I'm gonna sit on that side tonight. Yeah, you can. I'll I'll serve you. You earned it. You deserve it. Yeah, long to the Hulk Hogan mug. <laughs> so, all right. Um, if you're in the market for a new truck or vehicle, stop by our good friends at Joey Cardi because her Dodge Jeep Ram. They will hook you up. You if think you give me say, one of those new uh, um, Cudas they're talking about here in 2023? Really? Yeah. I would love, really be interested. You're breaking news here on the show. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They the keep Cuda. talking about it. I'm a huge really? Dodge. I'm a like huge the old uh, school Cudas? Huge Mopar Barracuda. fan. Barracuda. Wow. Really? Nice. I like that. They came out the Grand Wagoneer. Too. They revitalized that too, which is what big. about the minivan with the wood sides? No, the Woody, no, the, the Dodge Caravan. Yeah, the Dodge Caravan. <laughs> but they I, do I, have a minivan with like 400 horsepower, maybe 600 to STR, SRT, SRT. That would SRT. get the yeah. real fast for Mama. Yeah. For was, what? <laughs> for, for moms me? that like to go fast. Are you kidding me? For what? I feel like I'm totally getting I that space. I have two of them. <laughs> That was an excuse to have another kid. Right. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Completely kidding. And there's no reason like, to be late to get drop those kids off for school then, right? 100%. Swing by the gym. You're like, are you ready to jump out? <laughs> I'm not Roll stopping. Here you go. the wheels in the parking lot. It's perfect. Yep. Perfectly. Well, that's funny. So, yeah. So, I'm not, I can't make promises. But if you walk in there and you say, um, you heard about us on the Connected by Water podcast, you might get a better deal than most people. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, ask for Dean. It's my guy. Dean. Right. And if you haven't heard by now, we are all members of the Papa's Pilar family, right? Who remind you never to be a spectator. Uh, we want to thank them for their ongoing contributions to and p- keeping the lights on around here and allowing us to create this great show and, and, and talk, get drunk. talk to our friends. And get, and get drunk. Get, <laughs> they let's get drunk and talk to our friends <laughs> and put it out on, on social media. Mm-hmm. So. It's like a really long Snapchat. They're responsible for that. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Um, and our friends at Pop's Rub, right? And um, for providing us with um, food soon. We're going to be getting... It's on me. I haven't called. And oh, we got food. Anybody. It's pizza. All right, we got pizza. <laughs> Sausage tonight. and pepperoni was amazing. So, but, no, but, <laughs> That's first course, Ma. You're yeah, good. You got, you got more coming. They do remind you to eat, drink, be local. And I want you to go ahead and uh, sign up for that EDBL app. You know, that'd be um, helpful to all of you if you want to learn everything there is about people in this community so and i want to thank those at hooker electric (laughs) for not only giving us their time um but just being great stewards in the community a member of our professional community and Um, we sell hookers so yeah absolutely i mean so Thank you so much. I had so much for that one, but I'm not going to go yeah, there. Just, so just leave it lay, That's where he has me here for those puns, but I'm just going to let it. <laughs> leave it lay. No, let's, let's, hear, one. let's hear one. Let's hear one. Back one. <laughs> so you're saying one. you can say fuck you, but you won't come up with one? <laughs> well, you say you sell hookers. I'm like, well, I got two gentlemen here that might need some. So we're <laughs> <laughs> hookers are always welcome. What do you say, Yanni? I think I need a nanny. You They're know? about like, five grand a pop, like, so. <laughs> six two blonde with blue eyes from Russia. <laughs> All right, your ego is not your amigo. Always do your best at the end of the day. Just let God do the rest. And do not ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we are all connected by water. Connected by water. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.